It's time for Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now let's have some fun. Here is your host, Johnny Johnny Radio. Johnny Radio. Welcome to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I am your buddy, Johnny Radio. Happy Monday. Man, it is a beautiful Monday. It just feels a little bit better. Life feels a little bit better. Everything feels a little bit better when the Tigers play the way they did on Sunday. Saturday, Friday. Like Friday night and Saturday kind of blur in together. I can't remember. Was it Saturday or Friday? Friday or Saturday when all the news broke about uh, Malcolm Dandridge and that whole situation. And we had the Twitter wars of who uh, was credited with the story first. A lot of fun stuff going on this weekend. So Tiger fans, I, ain't gonna lie, I was one of them because I am a Tiger fan. And I was a little bit going into Sunday's game, I would say, very pessimistic. I, I was talking kind of bad. I was feeling kind of bad. I didn't think they were going to be able to do it, but oh my goodness, this team came together. They played like a team, and they went out there and got a really big win. Now, do they have a lot of work ahead of them? Absolutely. But dead gummit, at least they gave us a wonderful Sunday and a little bit of hope. They need to win out. As Penny said, if this team can win out, he believes they definitely should be in the conversation for making the NCAA tournament. Um but congratulations, Tigers. That was a huge, huge win. And I know a lot of people feel just a little bit relief. And I know I know a lot of people are kind of back on the bandwagon. And I'm not necessarily saying I'm a bandwagon fan. I'm saying I'm an emotional fan. And I was really very, um, how do you put it, without saying bad words, I was pissed off at where this team was. I mean, you take us all the way to the heights up in the top 10. You look at the schedule in front of you, and again, you can't predict the future. Like, I looked at the South Florida loss when they were up by 21 as the worst thing that ever happened to this team. And now I look at South Florida and I say, damn, South Florida can play some basketball. I watched them whip up on SMU this weekend. Like, they got just a bunch of dudes that play team basketball, and that is why they are a good team, and that is why they are 14-1 and in the American, and that's why they are actually being considered for the NCAA tournament, even though they don't have a quad one win. Almost half their wins are quad four wins. But Memphis, Memphis emulated what South Florida has made so successful in that the American, they played team basketball this weekend. The guys played for each other. It really was as simple as that. I mean, it, you saw them move the basketball. You saw them play defense and go crazy for each other. You just saw a different type of energy. And I know that Naquan Tomlin wanted this game. He wanted it for Memphis. He wanted it for Kansas State. He wanted it for himself. The rest of the team was wanting this playing. They were playing for Memphis. They were playing for themselves. They were playing to get you know FAU back for what happened in the NCAA tournament last year. 
And man, when they play for a bigger reason than self, whoa, this team can be great. When you got a bunch of dudes out there who are playing for the name on the back of their jersey, playing for their own statistics, playing for their own NIL money, playing for themselves, you will not get the best out of a team in a team sport. And we had JQ and Jaquan Walton. We had David Jones. We had a bunch of these dudes who were playing selfish basketball. Yesterday, we saw a team. Hopefully, they can. It's late in the year, man. They played 28 games. But March is right around the corner. Championship week is right around the corner. Can this team get right? I hope so, because if they continue to play for, for each other, shoot. Shoot. They'll be all right. Defensively, I got to say, Jaquan Walton was fired up. By the way, I, I had a feeling Jaquan was going to be good. Did you see uh, on Twitter what Jaquan put out before the game? I, I did. Did it not get you hyped? No. What is wrong with you? You're like a you're like a stick in the mud. That was awesome. So. Uh, uh, it had me fired up on a little Sunday morning action. You know what I'm saying? I was watching my uh, college game day, the women's uh, version, because you know I bet on women's basketball like it's going out of style. By the way, shout out UConn. What's up? See you, Lady LSU Tigers beating Tennessee. UConn dropping to Paul. I love women's basketball. But again, back to Memphis. Uh, watching Jaquan. I mean, it just seems like this team was fired up in Naquan Tomlin. Man, he had more fire. He was basically just straight up pissing vinegar on Sunday, was he not? He was. I was like, yeah, go up there, young fella. He had two blocks, grabbed a he stole a few times. He had a couple steals, two or three of them. My man was grabbing boards, and also he was dropping dimes. He was aggressive. It was it was great to see. He was the second. Um, I would say he was the most important player on the team actually on Sunday. And I would and like to also remind you, he was the second um, highest scorer, right behind David Jones, who had twenty five. He had twenty one. Naquan Tomlin was awesome. And I don't know how many damn offensive rebounds. It seemed like Nick Jordan just kept getting offensive rebounds, didn't it? I mean, I don't even think he had too many damn rebounds, but he was getting them offensive rebounds. It was a good game, and I love the fact that you didn't see a whole lot of uh, too many people off the bench. Every guy who started the game played 30 minutes, which it's that time of the year. These kids are – I mean, David Jones wasn't even sweating at the end of the game. Probably looked like he could play, play all 40 minutes and would be fine. I appreciated that, and I also got to say one one small thing. I can't believe I'm doing this, man, but Joe Cooper got seven more minutes. Dude, I kind of feel good for this young fella. I don't know if it was always a good thing to see him on the court. <laughs> kind of freaks me out every time he's out there, but damn it, man. Young fella's been working. He's getting a little bit of playing time last few games. But, man, Memphis, what a difference – a big win on Sunday. Again, I think Tiger fans were all freaking out. We're going to talk with Terry Davis at 11.30, so in about 19, 18 minutes, something around there. Basically 20. We'll be rapping about um, Malcolm Dandridge's situation, what's going to go forward with that. We'll talk a little bit about the past, the future, and we'll talk about what the Tigers need to do to make sure that they can uh, somehow get into this dead gum tournament. 
it would be uh it would be really really big. We got so many things to talk about. We got to talk about just regular college basketball in itself. Like damn, dude, did you like I'm watching tons and tons and tons and tons of college basketball. In fact, I mean, I had to um and I had a great time. I went to a movie last night because I watched so much basketball. What movie? The Bob Marley movie, One Love. Oh, was it good? All right. Um I think it was one of the best movies oh, I've okay. seen in probably the way you, years. The way you paused, it sounded like you were going to go, I love Bob Marley. Oh, I love Not Bob Marley. Not a great Marley. movie, though. No, 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 no. Okay, this movie, the of course, the soundtrack was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The dude who was uh, the actor who played Bob Marley, portrayed him in the movie, was out of control. They had Ziggy Marley talk before they even the show went on and said that, that you know they wanted to make this as, as it as accurate as they could a portrayal of their father. They also had Rita, who was his wife. She was an executive producer on The Bad Boy. I stayed through all the credits to watch all the pictures of the real Bob Marley. Honest to God, I hate going to movies. Oh, I love going to movies. Oh, I hate going I to movies. I love going to movies. I got my I got a TV is you know, like for where you're sitting. Okay, no, I will get the sound system in a movie theater is ridiculous. The Dolby sound system. Oh, yeah. oh dude, you can feel everything. You, you, you. That's but the best dude, part going but to a Bob movie. Bob Marley singing in, like watching oh, the Bob Marley great. show yeah. in there and listening to his music yeah. and doing the show and stuff. Like, I will say, that's a movie watching the theater. It's really good. I went and saw the Elvis movie twice in Also, by the way, talking about like the human spirit and just how you're supposed to be, that movie couldn't come at a better time. Like, everybody needs to go watch this movie. I believe that. Be a little bit better to each other. I want to see it. it. Looks really good. And plus, you'll probably learn a lot of history. You know, um, you, you'll like it. Mm. I loved it. And again, I don't like going to movies. When I left last night, because I watched so much basketball over the weekend, like that's all I did. I did two things this weekend. I watched basketball, basketball, ba- oh, and I gambled like a mug. Mm. Basketball, basketball, basketball. I had to go to the animal vet. Mm. Thought my dog had a heart attack. That's terrible. It was Holy terrifying. Cow. Turned out it was something else. He's I got medicine. That's great. Um, and then that was Saturday night. But on Sunday, after me getting up at the crack of dawn, watching women's college game day, <laughs> betting on women's basketball until the Tiger game started, then going through all the dead gum, you know, the Tiger game, FAU, watching South Florida, just rolling through college basketball, college basketball. I could tell she was about to pop. You know what I mean? Hmm. And she said she, – she dropped one of these on me. I guess I'm going to go to the movies – by myself. Uh, Light bulb went off in my head. I was like, oh, damn. The way she said that. Yeah. I better go with her. Probably I was like, babe, you part. ain't going to see no chick flick, are you? She was like, I'm going to go see One Love. And I was like, damn. I was like, I was going to go with you. <laughs> She's like, it's a Bob Marley movie. And I was like, oh, damn, I'm in. Oh, so, you didn't know what one – you thought it was like a chick flick. Because yeah, I mean just when she – like because she loves the chick flicks. Like she watches that Hallmark channel and stuff all oh, the time. Oh, Hallmark Christmas movies are great. Oh, oh man, man I love them. She watches the love shows and stuff. Wonders why I never measure up. I ain't – like what's the dude uh, from The Notebook? I couldn't tell you his name, but I, I know Charlie. I am about. not that dude. Right. Gwen – I don't can't remember his name. Doesn't even matter. And by the way, I didn't mean to get off on a sidetrack can't help it sometimes after the weekend but go see the bob marley movie it is awesome back to college basketball and the reason i went to the bob marley movie and i'm very grateful that i did did you see what kentucky did this weekend oh Oh, john the cats are back dude um they dropped 117 points on alabama's 
face. I mean, that was ridiculous. Damn that! I mean, when Kentucky is on this Cal team, like, and that's the weird thing about this team—they had three home losses in a row. Do you remember that? I do. And then they just went down. Was it to Auburn and got stomped? No, they beat Auburn. Where they on the road and got beat? I don't know. Where did they get? Who stomped them at their crib? I'm sorry, I should have actually known at, that. Wait, at home? No, no, like just recently, right before this game. Hold on, I'll tell you, my computer's loading. Anyway, back to the, I'll talk about this a little bit now. But everybody on that team just looked like, I mean, that team looked like a well-oiled machine. Like the Dillingham kid just like comes off the bench and is just raining threes. Of course, I mean, I don't, I mean, Wagner does his thing running 100 miles an hour. He had, I think, a terrible game. I thought he was straight the worst player, and he's one of their best players. Yet they still won the game comfortably. You're talking about LSU. Oh, was I talking about LSU? You were. They lost, yeah, on the last second shot. Right, right. That's what it was. I knew they lost this week to somebody, and to lose to LSU is absolutely embarrassing. Wow. I mean, it's not like they're playing the girls' team with with Haley Von Lith and Dead Gum uh, Angel Reese. LSU team's feisty. Fun team. LSU took care of Tennessee yesterday. The girls don't play, man. But that Kentucky team can it just scares the hell out of me. Like watching them play, Edwards can do it. They got guards coming out the frame. Like they can go out there and just run four guards at your face. Just be just out. They 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 just can just they're faster than you are. I like that Kentucky team. Watching that team, they are pretty good. And again, Alabama, I think Nate Oates' team is damn good. Again, I'm going to go back to this and say it again. The more I watch college basketball, the more I come to the same conclusion. The SEC is by far the best conference in college basketball, bar none. Tennessee waxed A&M's keister, and A&M is terrible. Terrible. But damn, they probably pretty damn good in the pack. They're probably pretty damn good if they were playing the ACC. Kyle Lepowski hurt his leg. Well, quit trying to trip, kids. Yeah, I'm about to sit Dacus into oh, a middle institution. You did not. Oh, my gosh. All right, keep going, John. Whitey little Duke man. Oh Whitey little Duke man. Whitey little Duke man. Come on, man. You're seven feet tall. You let a little five-foot-two engineering student hurt your little leg. I do Ooh. love that he's an engineering student, the, the person that... That he ran into. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love that we just gave him a major. I can yeah, I can just tell he wasn't. A, uh, he's he's not a history like major or, right. or English lit. Right. Or, um. You, he just looked like a little engineer. <laughs> he went straight for the straight for the act. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. But again, back to when I watched like Tennessee is Tennessee is awesome. They are. Adu is ridiculous. Ziegler. Like, I don't even understand what Ziegler is. Dalton Connect is a matchup nightmare. Um, they can come at you in so many different ways. They can beat you literally with their defense. They can outscore you with their offense. Viscovi's been there for Vescovi or Viscovi, whatever the hell it is. Santiago, he's been there forever. Feels like it. Ziegler is one of the best defensive guards who's got such court vision. It blows me away. Josiah Jordan James is a matchup nightmare and a defensive specialist. Adu don't play games. He's a full grown ass man. 
Like, I just love this Tennessee team. Kentucky scares the heck out of me. Auburn is awesome. I mean, listen, the SEC, and I'm not taking anything. By the way, the, the second best conference in basketball is the Big East. Because of how top-heavy the Big East is. Let me tell you something. Marquette, UConn, these boys, these boys, them boys, they can run. You watch what Shaka Smart has instilled in this Degum Marquette team. Holy moly. I was watching them this weekend. They're just absolutely tearing up Xavier. And you say Xavier, is that right? Xavier, that's right. They're tearing up Xavier, Xavier for him. They're just beating them like it's going out of style. And even with like just a few minutes left on the clock, this team's still playing nine, going 90 to nothing. I talk about Kentucky and their speed. The speed of Marquette is also going to be a hell of a thing to deal with. Styles make fights, and I'm starting to figure out some of the styles of the conferences, some of the styles of the teams, some of like just the way that like each, you know, there's, there's just so many different ways to play the college game, which I also find fascinating. I do love that. I mean, watch San Diego State and compare them with the way that Purdue plays or look at the way, hell, Nebraska's playing good basketball. Did you know that? I did. What's going on? Fun team. Fun team. I mean, there's just right now, but if I look at the dead gum SEC, I say the best basketball in the country is being played right there. The Gator boys are looking good. Kentucky is nasty. Auburn, I've already talked about. Hell, Mississippi State's won five straight games. Did you know that, people? Mm-hmm. Poor old Miss, by the way, got, got clipped. Actually got their ass whipped. They didn't get clipped. South Carolina came play. They weren't ready. They went down to Mississippi State last week, and we're not ready. So my Rebels, Chris Beard's done a good job in his first year. They still got a chance, but damn, they are uh, they're going the wrong direction and going the wrong direction really quick. Feel sorry for Missouri. They're not going to win a game in conference, by the way. That's the only thing. The only team that just is – well, we always have Vanderbilt in there. Okay? I think they're going to accidentally fall into a win. No way. And this team is so bad. I think bad. it's going to be – well, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they're going to try to win. I think it's just going to happen. And they're, everyone – like their fans, their team, the opposing team, everyone's just going to be like, what just happened? Because I don't think they're going to try to win the game, but I think they're going to beat Ole Miss. And the thing is about uh, – man, they might. You might be right. <laughs> like, if you take our Arkansas, who actually has won two in a row, by the way. How about that? On which, a roll. I mean, hell, they went and beat um, – golly, I, who were, who on the road last – oh, they went to Texas A&M and That's beat right. the Aggies. Uh, season When they were A&M. desperate. That's right. Desperate. But, I mean, you take the Vanderbilt Commodores, the Arkansas Razorbacks, the Missouri Tigers, maybe the Georgia Bulldogs, too. Take them out. Georgia's feisty team. They're good at home. They are. They're good at home. I'll give them another table on the damn road. Um, but, man, the SEC, and I know you, this drives you crazy, they are the best. I watched that Houston-Baylor game. What a game. That might have been one of the games of the that year. Was the game was that was awesome. fun. Man, by the way, you thought it was over twice. The kid has a free crazy. throw, a chance to go with the yeah. lead, and then my man comes down and buries a three, but he, when it's leaving his hand, mm-hmm. right when it mm-hmm. hits zero. That was, and it was That was an awesome basketball game. It was awesome. It really was. And again, you've got to tip your cap. Like Kelvin Sampson's boys just play hard, don't they? They do. No, he is. He is certainly. That was. Uh, a, listen, did you think there was there. any chance, even though they made it to overtime, that they were actually going to win? Win as bad as the second half as that they played. Uh who Houston? Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, but Man. that's just how much faith I have in Kelvin Sampson. In Kelvin Sampson. They, in the second half, this team couldn't put the ball in the mm-hmm. hole to save their life. They had lost. Everybody lost their shot. The Cougs were terrible in the second half. Um, Shoot, she didn't score. Jack, dude, they can win a game. They can beat Baylor on the road in overtime when their number one scorer and best player only scores 12 points while he plays 42 minutes. That's impressive to that's me. Right. And again, Houston does it. Like that first half, did you not think it when when it when it went to intermission? I stepped away, went out and took a little break, chatted it up or whatever, rolled some lettuce. Who knows? I was like, this game is ov. Mm-hmm. What were they up by? Seventeen at half? Yeah, it was forty-one to twenty-five. Yeah, so sixteen, so sixteen. Yeah, they were. I was like, this. I had. By the way, I had um, Houston. So I felt really good. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That second half, I almost vomited. <laughs> and then to pull that bad boy out in overtime, man, get Kelvin Sampson just a big tip of the Cavs on. Got to give you mad respect. Absolutely. Um, but we got a lot of college basketball to talk about today. I'm really excited about it. We got to talk about Cam Newton getting in fights, bro. That's crazy. And by the way, can I just say something? What the hell's wrong with you people out there? Like, when did this world get so crazy that a dude – like, he was out at a youth football camp, right? Like, yeah. a little seven-on-seven? Seven. Uh-huh. Like, my man goes out there to give his time to, like, the people. That's right. And then you get, like, what? You Would you drink some C4 or something? Like, uh, take something. a little bump of some meth or something? You're like, man, I'm going to go whip Cam Newton, who's six six, two hundred like, 55 pounds of solid yeah. steel. Not who dumb. I would go against, yeah. Just dumb. Got to give respect to Cam. He did not throw any haymakers or actually really attack back. Just basically bounced three dudes off of him, grabbed one, put one in a headlock, and went through one in bushes. Good but, for him. But we got great stories from Cam Newton getting in fights. We got to figure out what we're going to do about the court storming. I mean, it's such a big issue now. Oh, it's kind of end. Jane Mellon, this should have ended a long time ago, and we're, we're, uh, we're complicit in the court storming. Look, I agree fans don't belong on the court. Fans don't belong on the field. But I don't know how you stop it. Like, seriously, I've heard some stupid stuff out there. You know what we should do? Let them just storm the court and then put a barrier around them and then we'll arrest their ass and we'll stop storming courts. Man, not even arrest criminals. Shut up. We're going to arrest a bunch of damn kids. Okay, we'll just get some serious security. Bruh. I mean, like, if you want to start paying NBA, like, beefed-up style security, go right ahead. There's enough money in it. I mean, if you want to stop it, you can if you pay for it. But, man, colleges don't want to pay for it. Colleges don't want to stop it. Colleges like it. But everybody's outraged. Caitlin Clark was injured this year. What the hell are you talking about? I saw that. She faked it. And Kyle Filipowski was a trying to trip a little engineering student who was 5'2", probably a buck ten. <laughs> but anyway, let me know what you think. 901-360-8255. I really don't care, but I find it hilarious. Everybody's like, we got some serious stuff going on in the world, but damn it, we're gonna stop calling <laughs> SEC finds you hundred grand every time you do it. And then like two fifty, and then like three hundred or something. I got it all in my notes, but I'm not looking at them. But basically what I'm saying is stop it. Just just relax. And if, by the way, if it went, where was all the outrage when Caitlin Clark happened? It happens to, of course, a Duke player. So every single Duke member of the media is out there. We got to stop it for the kids. 
I love it when they were like, I thought the number one thing is about player safety. No, the number one thing is number one about winning. Win, win, win. Number two is for y'all's universities to make money and exposure and get in the NCAA tournament. Well, we got to talk Tigers on the other side. We got Terry Davis, Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Be sure to follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ. All the wisdom of the universe is in these bones. <laughs> Now back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio. It is a beautiful Monday in the Mill South. Tigers got a big win. They beat FAU. They beat their keisters in. They took care of business. Man, they were like they, they did they did like a little little Ollie action. They did a little okie doke. They're like, let Vlad the Russian get it. Let him get his. We're gonna keep them out of their they're like they don't they want to get up and down. They want to get out there and transition, but we're going to make them play through the paint. We're going to make them play through Vlad, and Vlad had a pretty good game, but nobody else did. Tigers got a big win. Now it's time to talk with Terry Davis. He joins us every single Monday to talk Tigers, Grizzlies, and so much more. TD, what up, man? What is up, my brother? Man, you know how. Man, doing pretty good today. I feel always a lot better. I am... um. Like, you know, I have to say there are a lot of people out there doing the same thing that, uh, you know, I did a little bit before the game. Because um, before the game, I'd already pretty much, I'm just going to be honest, I'd kind of thrown in the towel. I was Why? like, because um, I don't know if you remember the SMU game. I wasn't very confident that they were going to go out there and dominate Florida Atlantic. The whole Malcolm situation. It felt like, who was it on Charlie Brown? Linus that, that had a, a cloud over their head at all times. It wasn't Linus. I know you're talking about, but it wasn't Linus. Pigpen. <laughs> Pigpen. Yeah, yeah, dude. I felt like the Tiger program was like Pigpen. Like, no yeah. matter what, like, hey, man, we can't get sunshine. We can't get good days no more. Like, it was just, it just had that, I didn't have that that feel. And then all of a sudden, the Tigers came out there, played as a team, and damn it, they took care of business. 78-74 beat FAU. And it was probably the best body language that I've seen from this team all year long. SMU probably been, was been a little bit better. I mean, the A&M game was probably a little bit better, one at A&M. But it's almost like they do more with less. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, you, Malcolm don't play, Brown don't play, and it's almost like, so what? We're good. Well, Naquan, because he's playing like a dead gum crazed, possessed animal out there. He's just like he—he he was just mean mugging everybody, going after everything, grabbing rebounds, blocking shots, getting steals, pestering the hell out of everybody. And then when he shot, he only dropped it all and finished with twenty-one points. Like he was nasty. Right. He 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 he, he held it off for the first half. He was the dominant in the first half, 
then DJ was dominant the second half. You know, they tried to stop Naquan, but they couldn't stop Jones. You know, and that's what, what the beauty of this team is, is people say, why you play so many guys? Because all these guys are talented. The biggest difference between this team and the team that played last week is this team care, period. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. Because it's the exact same team that played seven days ago. Why do they play good against great teams? And why do they play absolutely terrible down to their comp- uh, competition against terrible teams? It's just how it's just the nature of the beast, and it's just how these young guys are. They just play down to their opponent, and they rise up to the occasion. Because, like, right now, I've already put in my mind that we're not going to get to the fourth seed, which they probably could. I think it's going to be four days, four games in four days, and four work. And that's going to be their season, period. Damn. Well, that means you do believe they're going to win every game out here going forward because I think No, it doesn't matter. It don't matter. You can lose every game. The only games that matter are the four games in Fort Worth. Oh, you're talking about the four games in Fort Worth. I was thinking, my man, my. Oh brain. no, it's only three games that's in regular season. That's right. That's right. We got East Carolina, um, yeah. FAU, and somebody in between. UAB. Oh damn, Andy <laughs> Kennedy's boys, man, they they are, they out there fighting. They out there I fighting. I think. I think. You know, I hope that Memphis get up to four, so they only have to play three games in three days. But you know, they got UAB. But it, it's. It I might watched get- UAB whip up on Tulane this weekend. UAB looked really good. All the teams in this league is good. I don't know why the metrics for this league is really bad. The, the team who won the regular season championship is ranked fourth in the net, which is crazy. Damn. This is this is a wild one. That's South Florida team. FAU is first. Uh, SMU is second. Memphis is third. And South Florida, who won a division, is fourth. That's wild. That's crazy. That is and crazy. they got one loss in the division, in the conference, period. That is a little bit wild. And they will not win the conference tournament. Promise. Trust and believe. Man, and why do you say that, honestly? Because I keep watching this team, and all I do is keep believing them more and more every single dead gum time I watch them. Okay, who's the most talented team in, in, the, in the conference? Most talented team? Memphis and right. FAU. Memphis, and, Memphis is probably the most talented team. FAU is probably the most complete team. All right, I'll give you that. Right, and FA in South Florida, I think when you get on the neutral court, the problem with South Florida is they are the most they play the most team, the best team basketball. Period. Like I watched them yesterday. I've watched them in a lot of late games lately. Like it isn't 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 one guy. Like they are out there pestering the hell out you on defense. They're out there just doing everything they can to frustrate you. They rebound as a team. They box out. They do all the small things. They make the extra pass. They don't get tight in the in the moment. Like that big dude with the ugly hair. Mm-hmm. Um, like that dude, he doesn't have an ounce of the talent against usually the guys that he's playing against. He just plays and wants it more than the other player. But Johnny, can they do it three days, three times in three, three days? days. And that's going to be the key. Three three times in three days. They got the days. best damn coach in the conference. Yeah. But, you know, coaches don't always win games. That's true, but I'll tell you one it's thing. All, it's all about the players. The players got to execute. You know what they said? I don't care about the, 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 the X's and the O's. Just give me the Jimmy and the Joe's, the ones that care. But the one and thing then, I was going to say about South Florida, and I think a lot, I think you, and I know we, like, you don't cover them, and I don't, and I don't necessarily cover them, and, I, and I'm seeing them from afar. 
But one thing I can tell you is, is like, I love their coach. I love, yeah. I mean, I love the way this team plays as a team. And if a guy who's starting is struggling, he's not afraid to go out there and grab. I mean, I, I mean, I think two, they're two, let me pull it up. They played this weekend against SMU. I think their two leading scorers came off the bench, ended up both playing 30 minutes. Uh, right, because like, like I mean, if if it's not working, he makes that change, and it's amazing how everybody's giving effort. I mean, I don't know, man. I just watched them. In fact, here it is: South Florida. Yeah, their two leading scorers both came off the bench. Both ended up playing thirty minutes. Uh, Miguel and Pryor. Uh, I mean, th- that's just impressive, right there. Right, you know. But you know, like I said, I, I don't know how they are, and, and I don't know how well who those guys are they could have been started early in the year we just don't know because I, I don't watch them like that but you know the, but that's the same team that was down to memphis 20 points here true that's it you know what <laughs> but that was also the team that came back and beat memphis and that was one of exactly the- <laughs> exactly you know it just goes to show you you know you could be down it, it just shows you that the margin for you know is very thin in the margin conference. for error in this conference is very in fact i do honestly have to say I don't know why this conference doesn't get a little bit more love in the metrics. Because the metrics have this conference ranked low, so therefore the team's going to be ranked low. Because it's like the Big 12, the uh, uh, the, the Big East, they just piled them up high. And even the Big 10, the Big 10 is garbage this year. But yet Outside of Purdue. Exactly. But they got them ranked so high that all the games against each other matters more, which is garbage. I'm right there with you. I mean, heck, the, the Nebraska Cornhuskers are playing like really good basketball in the Big Ten, and if they're a top ten, top seven team in the Big Ten, it's probably not a very good year for the Big Ten. Exactly, man. And like I said, the, what you want for this team right here, you want them to stay healthy for the next three weeks. You just want them to be fully stocked, and then, and hopefully, if they get up to the fourth fourth spot, you know, they have to play three games. Uh, you, you, I put my money on them to win the tournament and, and go and just go from there. All right, well, do me a favor, Malcolm Dandridge, fill in the people what's going on. We're going to see him again. Does this leak and spill out into anybody else? Is this something that's going to uh, – is this going to hurt the university and the team going forward, or is this something that, they, you know, we're pumping the brakes, we're going to be all right, they get out in front of this? Okay, I think I think Malcolm might have played his last game. I'm not – I don't know anything. I'm just saying because I think Memphis, because of the wise situation – going to caution on the side of error. They don't want to make any mistakes because they don't want to play an ineligible player again. They're going to wait it out, and nothing that comes from the NCAA happens fast. No, and they're not going to try to do any favors for the Memphis. So if I if I was a betting man, you know, even though I think, I feel that Malcolm feels that he's going to be back. Malcolm you know, does. I saw him on the sideline. He, he was all fired up. He was talking trash, remember, out in the yeah. middle of the court. Uh, right. halftime like he he thinks he's going to be back at least that's why i believe he was there um but again i think you're a hundred percent right this is a penny has been slapped on the wrist too many damn times i mean remember he started the season on a three-game uh, right and what makes it so bad about this has nothing to do with penny this some if the allegations are true if they are allegations are true yes you know how could how can you present prevent something when two other people are colluding together you cannot have no control Says, over explain to the, uh, everybody exactly what you're talking about because I think a lot of people still don't understand um, what the is academic happening that some inappropriate activities has happened with, with Malcolm and one of the ac- academic advisors you know 
And we're not talking about a like a situation like down in Georgia where they're bumping and grinding. This is uh this is right, 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 right. It's it's about taking uh, doing something unethical for another person, which is not required. Whether doing the test or doing some paper or doing some research or whatever, whatever the situation would be, I don't know because I have no facts, you know. And I think the university, you know, since they are currently on probation, you know, they gonna err err to the side of caution. And they don't want to, you know, because I mean, we're also in the middle of a probationary period. So, right. Right. Like, that's another thing that it's like this university is like, like, oh, damn, man, we already on like probationary period right now. We got to make sure we get out in front of this. Right. Because, you know, because like I said, I don't know anything, you know, you know, because one thing when it's come to he said, she said, you know, if somebody is mad at you for some reason and that's it's just not hearsay true. we can't take that all right if it's a he sheds it, ooh, I'm, t- I'm siding with malcolm <laughs> uh, exactly you know but you know what you know, that's that's why you got to do the investigation because you never know what the situation can be period and done so you know like i said i don't know anything and we won't know anything to the investigation done. i know there's been a whole lot of speculation going on but no one knows anything you know, the, the universal don't know anything. The so. biggest fear, though, like I can say, and, and this is something I, I think people need to like go ahead and put to rest. Most of the people that I talked about, talked with uh, a bunch of the Tiger fans were like, is this the beginning of like something like big? And I was like, no, it doesn't look like it, but I can't be 100 percent. They're like they're worried about it bleeding over into other players where at least from what we've found out. This is an isolated incident with one player, one academic advisor. Right, because I know it was some rumors that was everybody mm-hmm. done, but you know, you know, it's crazy. I mean, it just shows you, you know, with the internet and gossip, you know. Oh, it, dude, it, Twitter it, went buck wild this weekend. It went buck wild, and them not knowing anything, you know, it's crazy. It, it's, it's, and that's why, that's why I hadn't wrote, written a word about it or tweeted a word about it because I don't know nothing. You know, like the uh, the movie. Hogan's Heroes, I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Damn. All right, TD. Um, so Tigers uh, got a big win, and they got to play UAB. And again, yeah. I just watched this UAB team dismantle Tulane. Andy Kennedy's got the Blazers playing damn good basketball. You saw the the, the arena when they went down to Birmingham. Uh, it was it was filthy nasty when the Tigers went down there. They scored ninety seven points against Memphis yeah. in that last game. Ninety seven yeah. friggin' points. Well, now they have to come to the house. Yeah. So we're gonna have I'll a different result. On senior night. Oh yeah, it is senior night, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh damn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, man, man. What's that game on the third? Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday at 4.30. All right. Well, last week, you know, Sunday, you know, yesterday we were celebrating around 4.30. Hopefully uh, we'll get everything started off in the right direction. Now, TD, we've been talking tons of Tigers. What's going on in the NBA world, man? What's up with them Grizzlies? You know what, man? I'm looking at the Grizzlies and how they hustle. You know, it's, you know, management tank, players play. Dude, they play their ass off against the Clippers. And you know, and I think they might get a win tonight. And I think they might get they might win the both games against uh, Portland. 
which I don't want them to do. Yeah, because we I want just, more balls. Yes, you know. But everybody wants so, some more balls in Memphis. You, you know what? It, it is so. It, it, you know, it's some general managers around the league that say, "Look, look, we're trying hard, and we can't play as hard as the Grizzlies play." That's very which is fair. crazy. They have a team that plays hard every night, and if you don't bring your A game on on a nightly basis, you're gonna walk away with the A. Ask the Clippers and ask the Bucks. The, the Clippers almost. Lost that game, dude. After week. that third quarter, where the Clippers did come out in that third quarter and say, "Okay, we're gonna play a little basketball," I thought they were gonna blow that joint in the fourth quarter too, man. But they didn't. It took a, 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 a only three point and only basket by James Harden for them to win the game. It's crazy, crazy. It, it, it was fun too. It was fun too. Yeah, like man. Tonight, afterwards, James was upset though, man. He's like, "Man, the only place I can go to is the Gold Club. This is ridiculous. Bring back platinum." And I want to say I second that amendment. Who said that? James Harden. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my kid, but we were talking to each other. I'm talking about. No, he probably he didn't go to go. So he probably went to uh, nothing, 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 nothing. <laughs> hey, uh, but anyway, but anywho, <laughs> but but they're fun to watch, man. And you know, Stevens, man, that dude is cool. You know, you know, he's playing for a contract. You know, because his, he's the only one that contract is actually expiring. So he you know he probably won't be here next year. But he's he's just trying to get another contract somewhere. So, and he averages ten points. He's a solid player. He's not a great player. He's just a good going to be a good role player. But you know this team plays hard every night, man. Yeah, you got to give him mad respect. Now, also, um, we now have the second member of the All Star Weekend on our team as they have they have uh, signed what's his name Max McClung, little dunk champion. Yeah. Why they do this? I ain't no tell, mate. Why do Memphis do what they do? I mean, I guess you can get more people at the hustle game to see Lil Max. Yeah, why do Memphis do what they do? Just know, like, man. like on 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 on, uh, on Friday night, we said, why did they play? Why did they dress Jacob Hillier when they didn't need him? Because they knew they were gonna cut him the next day. <laughs> and you know why they did it? So he can get a paycheck. Because that's how that's uh, how they. Ah, that was that's that's smooth then. It's, it's it's always a reason why they do that stuff, man. You know they they had they had scheduled a practice for Saturday, right? But before they scheduled practice, they were they said they were going to release Jacob and sign the other guy to you know the ten gay guy to a two way drive. Then you know what they did? They canceled practice. <laughs> well, at least for media. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh Lord! Oh Lord! I love working for the Grizzlies, man. They they fun, man. You know it, it's just. You know, but this one thing I, injury I reports still in. the biggest pain in your. You know what? Oh no, no, not really, man. Just, you, you just know, know not to read them. Oh man, you know that. Yeah, it just you, you know who, who's on it and who's not going to be on it because, like, right now, Smart and Bain, you know, the best fleet, they're not going to come back. You know, period. You know, they could if they was in the playoff push. Uh, Bain, BC, and Mark could be playing right now. You know, because really, if they really wanted to put their foot to the metal. They could make a run at the play in if they really wanted to. Yeah. All right. I'm but do with... you want them? But do you want them to? No, I sure don't want them to. Exactly. Like that's the last damn thing that I want right now. Like exactly. I can't wait till next year. I just want to watch this team continue to go out there and hustle their little tails off. I love watching, you know, Vince Williams Jr., you know, Gigi's the man, all the guys out there hustling. And um, right. like you said, I want them to play hard and then I want them to lose at the end. And I want some right. I want more balls, man. Exactly. And speaking of balls, man, have you seen uh, preseason baseball yet? They Dude. Said the, the, 
the guy, the clothes are see through, man. I know. Hold on, this is just terrible, man. Like, dude, it I, is. You know, I hadn't, I hadn't seen a game yet. My, oh, I, have. I watched a game in about three and two and a half hours. I watched my first game. Dude, I watched Juan Soto hit one like 500 feet the other day to opposite field. It was just disgusting. I shoot, Robbie Devers hit one like a country damn mile. Oh, and by yeah. the way, uh, Scott Boris still does Scott Boris things. Uh, I can't stand Scott Cody Boris. Bellinger got his bag, didn't he? Yeah, he got his bag, but I can't stand Scott Bag with Boris. the cubbies, man. Baseball's yeah. around the corner, man. I'm excited. Yeah, but hopefully they're going to fix those uh, see-through uniforms that look so damn cheap. Like, like, uh, the women ain't complaining. Not Nike and fin- – I don't need – listen, I want more lottery <laughs> balls. I don't need to actually see when, like, the a pitcher bends over. <laughs> I don't – you know, it just – nah, man, it ain't appeasing. <laughs> Some twigs and berries. <laughs> yeah, they, like one, um, they like because a couple on, on the X, like you could tell, dude didn't have anything, didn't have sliding pants on. He just had his cup on, and you could oh see God. the white lines and basically the crack of his ass. And I was like, is this really what we're doing here when we're watching a baseball game? Like in in, in the shirts, you could see him tucked in. This is terrible. <sighs> Get it, but they, they said they're gonna change them. So all the stuff that you saw last week would be up and will be be replaced today. That is good. That is good news. Man, it's on. always great. It's always about the children. We can't let children see this stuff. Come on now. It's always great talking to you, Judd. Hey, be blessed, homie. Keep losing Grizz and keep winning uh, Tigers. Man, da- Terry Davis. Follow him at Terry D five one five. Follow read his work at Tri-State Defender. And always listen to him here on Monday. We're late for a break. Sorry, Dake. It's back in two shakes. Sports fifty six ninety eight five FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio. We are Sports fifty six and ninety eight five FM. Come on, let's get nuts. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. I'm feeling a little bit of March Madness, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm kind of getting that yeah, Only feel. a couple days away, John. Oh, it's getting here. Oh, my goodness. What's today? The 25th? 26! I'm even a day closer. Only problem is, do you know we got 29 days this damn year in, in February? Yeah. Wait. Oh, my gosh. It's a leap year. It is a leap year. Whoa. So the 29th. Wow. How about that? By the way, somebody, the dentist on leap day. somebody was telling me the other day, they're like, man, you know, I just want you to know, man, I, I guarantee you. Because I was like, bro, you've been hitting it hard lately. He's like, well, I, I guarantee you I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to do nothing on the 30th and 31st of this month. Ha. And I was like, dude, good for you. And I was like, wait a second, homie. There ain't no, 30, no 30. 30th and 31st of this month. Um, how did I get on that? Oh, yeah. So you're talking about March. Was kind um, of March is around the March. corner. Like, did you see Ohio State beat Michigan State on a last second oh, what a great shot? Game. Yeah, I turned that game off because it falls over. When you see things like that, does it not make you just – Feel like March it is does. here. Yeah, we got that weather where it's starting sure to feel real good, man. Baseball's on mm-hmm. in the background. Life is good. We're going to talk a little bit of Tigers on the other side. We're going to talk a lot about the American. We got to break down South Florida, some of the other teams. Plus, I got I got a bunch of stories when it comes to some NFL notes, some Major League Baseballs. Do you know that you're going to be able to see Shohei Itani tomorrow? Really? He's going to make his uh, debut awesome. for the um, for the Dodgers. Oh, and one thing I also want to tell people. Dude, why are you people betting on Shohei Itani to be the MVP this year? 
It's a good question. I didn't know people were. Like, he's taking in a, a nice handle, and I know that his number is a lot better. He, you know he's not pitching people. Right. Interesting. People are like, well, he, if he focuses just on hitting, he'll hit 60 home ha! runs. Bro, if he focuses just on hitting, do you know what he's going to hopefully be? Jordan Alvarez. Yeah. Are we giving Jordan Alvarez a bunch of MVPs? No. Best damn left-handed hitter in baseball. Best damn DH, other than probably Shohei. But he ain't getting the same kind of love because he ain't pitching. So don't be betting that. But I will tell you, if you make some wise bets and you listen to us in our last segment, you'll probably have a little coin in your pocket. Then you can just head on down to 5880 Goodman Road down in Olive Branch. And you can buy your lady some new new threads because they can dress her from head to toe. They have the largest boot showroom. They have more shoes to put on your feet than you can, than stars in the sky. That was some deep stuff right there. But man, they don't go deep in your pocket, but they make you look like you did because they have all the fashions. They have all the the clothes. Again, ladies' boutique, children's department. They have a men's section. Shoot, they got jeans from Ariat to Wrangler and everything in between. When you need threads, make sure you head to Frontier Western Store. If you can't get down to Olive Branch, shop online at FrontierWesternStore.com. Very easy to navigate. You can shop by brands. You can shop by men's, women's. Shop by sales lism. Very easy to navigate. Easy to do. Bing, bang, boom. Pick your stuff. Pay for it. They ship your order out within 24 hours. And any order of $75 or more shipped absolutely free. That's Frontier Western Store and FrontierWesternStore.com. Again, we got a couple news. We got some nuggets on the NFL. T. Higgins will be back in Cincinnati. Shocking. Andy Reid. Might come back and coach the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know why this was big news this morning. Andy Reid is going to be the highest paid coach in the NFL. Dude's got three Super Bowl rings with the Kansas City Chiefs. All-time winning his coach in Kansas City history. Yeah, he's going to run that back. But somehow that's a big story. We'll talk a little NFL, baseball. We got NBA to break down and a whole lot of college basketball. And don't forget, we got some good wood today at 1230. Sports 56, 98.5 FM.